Hello, friends. I'm back. It's your sister, Carolyn, with another episode of You Are Loved. And y'all, this is good, okay? This is good. First, let me say I'm here on this journey with you to encourage you, to walk alongside of you, to lift you up and let you know that you can make it and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Y'all, listen. Okay. So recently I've been in prayer about some things like for the last quarter of last year, um, just really asking God to help me with some things in my life, right? Some, some habits that I had, uh, some, the way I was thinking, the way I was doing things, the way I was speaking, uh, the way I saw things. And I'm like, Lord, I need, I need your help. Um, I need to get rid of this stuff. This stuff needs to come out. I, I don't want that old man at all. And you know that I have recently done some podcasts where, you know, we are in that new season. We are in that new season and that new season requires us to have a new mindset. And that mindset is the mind of Christ, which is the mind of the kingdom of God. Y'all listen. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I had, um, been, you know, asking God to, you know, show me who I am in him, right? Show me who he sees me to be. And when I tell y'all that he has done that, he has done that. And I'm telling you this because I want you, not that I want you to, but I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to share something with you. And my prayer is that you will be encouraged. Okay. So here we go. One day, I was going to take my son to an event and this event I thought was close to home near me, but I didn't read the email properly and uh, it was way up in another county. Not that it's not that the state that I live in is so, you know, huge, but it was in another county that, you know, I had to account for the time. And by the time we would have got there, everything would have been over. So he, um, I told my son and I said, well, son, I'll still take you if you want to go. And he was like, mommy, it's okay. And I'm, and I felt bad. I was like, oh my gosh, like, no son, for real, I will take you if you want to go. He's like, no mommy, because by the time we get there, it's going to be over and you know, it's okay. Then he said, well, you know what, besides anyway, um, dad is taking me to, um, to the Eagles game. And I was like, oh God, thank you. Yes, he is. <laughs> thank you father. Because I didn't feel like driving up, driving up there. Um, and he's going to this to this game with his dad. So I um I'm like, okay, bet we can go home. We can um, you know, I can chill for the rest of the day, do some things or whatever. And without saying too much, the enemy presented to me some things. Um, well, mm, you're not gonna do this and well, you still not going to do this and you still not going to do that because without giving away too much. Um, and it was said to me three times and I'm like, well, dang, I said I was going to try. And if I can't make it, if we, if we not going to do it, then okay. Like, all right, well, dang. <laughs> and it bothered me. It bothered me and I can't give away too much information, but anyway, it bothered me. And, um, I said, well, you know what, just leave it alone. It's okay. And you know, if you can't, if you can't make it, you can't make it. And 
by the way, my son said that it's okay, mommy, because X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay, bet. So we ended up not going. And what was said to me really bothered me. And I was just trying to like shake it off, like whatever. Okay. And I went to bed that night and the next day I got up and it was still on my mind. So y'all, that's how much it bothered me. And it was still on my mind. And, and I was like, but why, why would like, come on, like, why would you say that? And why, why like that? Like you said it so many times, like, why, like, why would you say that? And why would it be this particular person? And so I'm walking from my living room to, I don't know, I was going to the kitchen or to my bedroom. I was going somewhere, but I remember walking out of the living room and I heard the Lord say, you're beyond that. Don't even worry about that. And I was like, oh, yes, God. Yes, I am. Yes, I am beyond it. Oh, Father, thank you. Yes, I am. And it left me like that weight left me. Y'all, let me tell you. Okay. Oh, Father, thank you. Okay. So I said, yes, I am. Yes, I am beyond that. And it was like, not, it was like, but the Lord was saying, you got bigger, you got bigger things to do than to worry about something like that. So put that behind you, whatever. And I said, okay. So, you know, I wasn't bothered by it anymore. I left it alone. So then, um, it was just a few days later, something else was said to me and I'm just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is happening? What? Not even so much what is happening, but it was just like a, for real? Like, for real? <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? So I said, okay, I'm going to leave that alone because I now know where it's coming from. Because the first instance, the thing that was said to me was said three times, like almost back to back in the, in the conversation. And I said, okay, this is not this person. This is the enemy. The enemy's trying to get under my skin. So bam, squash it. The Lord said, you'll be on it. Okay, yes, I am. I'm beyond it. Then this next conversation was had and, and the enemy tried it again, y'all. <laughs> and again, the Lord had to, re not that he had to remind me, but he reminded me. I just, I replayed what he said in my head. And he was like, you're beyond that. And I'm like, you know what? I am like, whatever, whatever. So that was the second time, right? So then the third time, something else was said to me. And and before before it was said, because from this particular individual, I knew that this particular individual was going to say something negative to me about me that I can't do this and you ain't this and you can't never and blah, blah, blah. And I was bracing myself, gearing myself up <laughs> to have to face this particular individual. Y'all. So I was like, well, what my response is going to be and um, you know, how I'm going to handle the situation or whatever. And the Lord was saying to me, and I, I could just imagine God up there like, child didn't I tell you that you were beyond this didn't I tell you not to worry about it like this is beneath you you're so far beyond that it's it's not even it's not even something that should really bother you so I said okay God well I'm not gonna say anything 
And wouldn't you know it, this particular individual said whatever they had to say. And, and I'm just like, looking at this person, like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? Okay. Well, whatever, whatever, whatever was my response. Like, okay, whatever. I'm still going to do what I need to do. And the, why am I telling y'all this? I'm telling you this because people will remember who you used to be. Who you used to be is not who you are right now and who God has called you to be, who God said that you are. They're going to remember the things that you used to do, the way that you used to make mistakes, the things that you used to, the, the things that you used to um, say, the, the way that you used to operate, the way that you walked and how you handle situations, but they don't know the you now, friend. They don't know you now. And that's what God had, that's what God reminded me of. They don't, that's why he said, you're beyond that. And it, it kind of like, because <laughs> as I'm sitting here sharing this with you all, it's kind of making me angry. Like, excuse me, excuse me. You don't know me. You think you do, but you don't know me. I'm not who you, who I used to be. I'm not who you think I am. So we're going to squash all that right now. And I'm trying to, you know, try not to be nasty, right? And disrespectful. However, anyway, the Lord said that you are beyond that friend. When people still hold the old man vision of you and how you, how you used to speak and how you handled things. They don't know you. Let me read my notes. Okay. When people who still hold the old man vision of you and they handle you and they speak to you from that view, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal, baby. Remember that song from Monica back in the day? But anyway, okay. Don't take it personal. That's their business. <laughs> it's not yours. That is their business. It's not your business. You are beyond that. What your mom said, what your, your grandparents said, what your aunts and uncles said, what your friends said, or what they even might still say about you. That is not your business. You hear me? That is not your business. That is theirs. You are who God said that you are, who he created you to be. And you are that new person now. You are that kingdom person now. You are walking in that kingdom reality, kingdom of God reality now. And unfortunately for them, they can't see it. And guess what? That's not your problem. That is not your problem. And another thing that God has said to in, in the midst of all of that, that was in about a what, maybe a month or three weeks span, about three weeks to a month span, right? That the enemy came at me like that. The Lord said, this is why you hold up your shield of faith. Because what was thrown at you were the fiery darts of the enemy. That was the fiery darts of the wicked that was thrown at you. And because it didn't phase you, it's because you had up your shield of faith and you quenched all those fiery darts. Did you feel the impact of it? Yes, you did. But did it hurt you? Did that weapon hurt you? No, it did not. It made me a little, it, it annoyed me. And it made me just a bit angry. I'm going to be honest. It made me just a tad bit angry. But it did not prosper. 
You see what I'm saying? So you hold up the shield of faith. You put on the whole entire armor, armor of God so that you may be able to withstand all the wiles of the devil and having done all to stand friend, stand in the new mindset, stand in the kingdom of God, stand in the reality that you are who you have, who God has called you to be, who he has created you to be. And you stand in that new person, that new man, that new creation that you are. You are beyond it. You are beyond it, friend. You are the new creature. You are the new creation. You are the new man. And honey, that old man is gone. It is gone. And another scripture that God had given me was Philippians chapter 3, verses 12. Really verses 13, not really, but verses 13 to 16. And I just happened to read verse 12. Okay, so let's start at verse 12. And we're going to do it... Um, in the New Living Translation, okay? And it says, Paul is saying that he's. this is the pressing toward the goal, okay? Because that's what we're doing. We're pressing toward the goal, the goal of who God has created us to be, the goal of the, the, the vision that he has given you, the goal of the work that needs to be done. We're going to press toward that goal. So Paul is saying in verse 12, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed in me know dear brothers and sisters i have not achieved it because right now we may not have achieved it but oh jesus thank you but guess what we have the mindset our mindset has changed our mindset has been transformed from that old man way of thinking that old man way of doing the old way that people saw you and how they remember you because they can't see you as who you are right now oh god thank you let me relax. Oh, Father, thank you. Uh, but you have that mindset of the new man. All hell breaking loose around you. And it, this is literally all hell is breaking loose around us in this world. But we cut because we have the new mind set of the kingdom of God, the mindset of Christ, because our minds have been transformed from this world's way of thinking to the kingdom of God way of thinking. And it has been renewed into the kingdom of God mindset. Our outlook is different. Thank you, Father. Okay. Verse 13, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing that's the new mindset forgetting the past who i was what you said i was what you remember about the old man that i was and looking forward forward to what lies ahead friend y'all i got to do a video about this because y'all need to see my eyes and my face oh <laughs> y'all Philippians 3 and 13. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting those things, forgetting the things past, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. 
Verse 14, I press on to reach the end of the race and achieve the heavenly prize, the heavenly prize, the heavenly prize, the heavenly prize, not that prize on what they thought that I should have, not that prize on what you thought that they, on what they thought that you should have, what you should achieve because of they still looking at you with that old man, old man way, that old man view that they have of you, but the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Let it go. You are beyond that. If they can't see that, then that is their issue. That is their that is their business. As my pastor say, that is their business. It is not yours, friend. Verse 15. Let all who are, listen, listen. Let all who are spiritually mature. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. What is those things? What is that thing that we haven't attained it yet, but we're focusing on what God has, the heavenly prize that God has for us. And we're forgetting those things. Forget all that, man. Forget all that trash. Let all those who are spiritually mature agree on these things, period. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. Y'all, brothers and sisters, listen. If there happens to be a disagreement on, on what you believe on who God has called you to be and what you need to be doing and the others don't agree with that, listen to what Paul say. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. He gonna make it, he already made it plain to you and he gonna make it even more clear to you because after you finish that, if you do step one, you gonna go to step two and it's gonna be more and more clear and he gonna make it clear to them. Don't you worry about nothing. Don't you worry about nothing. Don't you have, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody. You hear me? You don't have to prove nothing to no one. Gotta do that. He just said it. Verse 15, all who are spiritually mature spiritually mature agree on these things if you disagree on some point i believe god will make it plain to you but we must hold on to the progress we have already made don't you you better not go backwards you hear me you better not try to revert and reverse and say well this is this is what i do now and see this this is this is who i am now can't you see it cuz they're not going to see it they are not going to see it unless god himself reveals it to them but he revealed it to you it's your walk it's your life walk in it oh god thank you don't you drop the progress that you're making that you have made, that you are making to go back and try to make them see something that they cannot see because their eyes are blinded. That's not your problem. That's not your issue. But verse 16, but we must hold on to the progress we have already made. Hmm. Friend, you go on about your business and you do what you're supposed to do for God so that you can get your reward, your heavenly prize that is waiting for you when you can fit, when you complete, when you can finish, when you complete, maybe I need to make that a word come finish. <laughs> when you complete, when you finish all that God has 
ordained for you to do for him. You hear me? Don't you do it. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says this. I am going to read it from what version? Hmm. Let's read it from the Message Bible. Because I like that one too. Shout out to Tiffany Montgomery because she got me reading the Message Bible too. Little messages. She was like, that joint is hood. Well, she ain't say that joint. She was like, this thing is hood. Okay. <sighs> this is good, y'all. Listen. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Starting it, we're going to do verses 16 through 20. And it says, um, in the Message Bible, verses 15 says, uh, starts, verse 14, excuse me, starts it with its title, A New Life. Let's start at verse 14. It says, our firm decision is to work from this focused center. One man died for everyone. That puts everyone in the same boat. He included everyone in this death so that everyone could also be included in his life. What's the life? His new life, the kingdom of God, a resurrection life, a far better life than people ever lived on their own. Verse 16 through verses 16 through 20. Let's get it, y'all. Because of this decision, we don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at the Messiah that way once and got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him the way, that way anymore. Y'all, oh, this is so good. This is so meaty. Listen. Unfortunately, people decide to look at you and evaluate you from that old man way, okay? And what Paul is saying here is we looked at the Messiah that way once and got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now, I'm not saying that we Jesus. I'm not saying that because we're not. Jesus was the only Jesus there will ever be. Okay. He is the only begotten son of the father. However, what I am saying is they looked at you wrong like that before. And they may continue to look at you wrong like that way before as we all, as you know, as I know. But they certainly won't look at you like that no more. They got it wrong. And, and at times we got it wrong too, looking at ourselves. And it took the compassion and the mercy and the grace of God and the long suffering and the patience of God to work, to let us work through that trash. So they're not going to look at you like that much longer anymore. Their eyes will be open, glory to God. And they're going to see who God said that you are, not who you say you are, but who God says you are. And because God said a certain thing about you, you say that certain thing about you and they're going to see it because you said what God said, who you are. And it's not something that you fabricated. It's not something that you was like, well, listen, I am who I am. And baby, uh, uh, uh. It's not that. God said that I am thus and so. So you say what God says about you, that you are thus and so. And so eventually they are going to see that you are thus and so. Why? Because God said that you are thus and so is what he said. And you're beyond that. So listen to what else they said. Listen to what else the message Bible, how the message Bible puts it. Now we look inside 
And what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. Now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone, a new life emerges. Look at it. <laughs> look at it. All this comes from God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. God put the world square with himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start for, by offering forgiveness of sins. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. We're Christ representatives. We are Christ representatives. God uses us to persuade men and women to drop their differences and enter into God's work of making things right between them. We're speaking from Christ him, for Christ himself now. We are, we are speaking for Christ himself now. Become friends with God. He's already a friend with you. Verse 21, how, you ask, in Christ. God put the wrong on him, meaning Christ, who never did anything wrong, so we could put so that mm, so we could be put right with God friends you're beyond that okay that's what I wanted to tell you I said all of that to say <laughs> you are beyond that thank you for hanging in here with me this long let's get to last scripture Isaiah 43 I thought I had it up. I'm so sorry. Let's go to Isaiah 43. It's a familiar scripture. And it's the message Bible. I need this thing to work. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Isaiah 43, and it's the message Bible. And we're going to start at verses. We're going to do verses 18 to 19. I'm not going to do the message Bible <laughs> because there's a like paragraphs. So I'm going to do the new living translation. NLT. That's what we're going to do. Y'all thank you for hanging in there with me. Uh, NLT. Here we go. And here we go. This is about the new man, right? being a new creation in Christ Jesus and that old man has passed away. That old life is gone. Okay. You're beyond that now. And this is what God is saying to you. Verse 18 in a new living translation of Isaiah 43, but forget all that. Okay. Forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do for. I am about to do a new thing. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers. In the dry wasteland for you, friend, for me, for his people. Forget all that trash. Forget it. Because God is going to make your enemies your footstool. You hear me? He will make your enemies your footstool. Whether they have said something about you, whether they have done something to you, he will make them your footstool. And they, just like Joseph did, just like Joseph's brothers Family had to do to him. 
And I'm not saying that you're this, that, that we're just these great, fantastic people. Oh, reverence, no, reverence me. No, 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 no. It's not that because only God gets the glory. Only he is to be reverenced. Only he is to be revered. Only God is to be honored. Okay, and his glory he will not give to any man. We're his creation. What? But what, what they will have to do is respect and honor you and the person that God has created you to be for him. So forget all that trash. You are beyond that and you keep on doing what God has called God has called you to do for him. And that's the new way of speaking. That's the new way of thinking, new way of walking, new way of doing. And that's the kingdom of God way. I just wanted to leave y'all with that. That was burning in my spirit. So I pray you are blessed. I pray you are encouraged. I pray you are uplifted. And I pray that your eyes are open to who God has called you to be for him. And we're going to make this day, the rest of this year, all this year, God's year. That's what it is. This is God's doing. It's not ours because it's not. <laughs> we didn't create anything, right? It's all for him. So I pray you are encouraged. I pray you are uplifted. And let's just close out in prayer real quick. Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this second day of January 2023. Thank you for allowing us to see this day, allowing us to cross over into a new year. Father, we thank you. We decree and declare. I decree and declare that this is the year of the Lord. This is your year for you to use us to, for us to be obedient to you extremely and do your will in the name of Jesus and everything that belongs to us. We're taking it by force. The kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent are taking it by force. Father, thank you. Bless my friends. Bless, bless my sisters and my brothers, God, that they will do what you have called them to do and be uplifted in you, Jesus. We bless you and we honor you in Jesus name. Amen. I have 19 more seconds. You can follow me on social media. Uh, you are loved. Um, on Facebook and Carolyn T. Greer on Instagram and YouTube the same. I'm working on it. I think it's You Are Loved or Carolyn T. Greer on YouTube, but we're going to work it out. God bless you. See you soon. Bye.